This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, all my feline friends. This is Michelle Fern, host of Catitude. Now, the show I have for you today is super special. It's all about, well, hey, I'm going to leave you wondering what we're going to talk about. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back after this message. You know that feeling when you go to clean the litter box and it's a complete disaster? Yeah, we've got you covered. Introducing World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the advanced litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. Zero Mess combines the concentrated power of corn with super-absorbent plant fibers. Translation, scoop once and you're done. Find it at a pet store near you and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Lowell Kaufman. He is the creator of Well-Informed Pet. Welcome, Lowell. Hi. Hi, Michelle. Thanks. So I didn't really give the listeners any kind of you know, hint as far as what we're going to talk about, but <laughs> well-informed pet is basically something that you you put together because of things that you ran into with your pet and yes. you know, situations. So how about telling all the listeners, well, okay, we'll break the suspense. Tell us what well-informed pet is. Yeah. So full disclaimer is that uh, I'm a dog owner, but what we're going to talk about today applies at least as much, if not more, to cat parents as well. But my story revolves around my dog and what made me want to create what Well-Informed Pet is and what I think is actually a bigger a bigger underlying issue that uh, I like to call the pet parent health revolution <laughs> around basically feeling more empowered to really know what's going on with your pet and really empowered with the health information about your pet. So the story really is simple that I have a cockapoo. Uh, she's six years old now, but she has a lot of health issues, particularly digestive issues. Specifically, she was diagnosed with colitis. And we were upstate on vacation. I live in New York and we were upstate you know, with Kona. And she had some issues, so we wanted to see the vet. And the simple story is, I didn't have her health history handy. You know, I had in my mind some of her recent history and things like that, but there's a lot more information that a new vet would really benefit to see, and I didn't have that handy. And my veterinarian in New York was closed at the time. And so it was really just a, a pain to deal with that situation, and it laid heavy on my mind. And I'm a software engineer by background, so the software engineer in me was like, why don't I have this stuff online? It seems ridiculous. So that's kind of the beginnings of what Well-Informed Pet really evolved into. It is an app that really tracks your pet's health. But more importantly, it imports and centralizes that health. So anyone who's taking care of your pet 
will have access to the same information and can enhance that information. So one thing, another story is when I leave our dog with a pet sitter and we're not around, I'm not getting enough information about that. I can leave all my notes for my pet sitter. My pet sitter can then add to that history if he sees symptoms around what's happened with Kona. And so there's a dialogue going and there's a collaboration going and then it's there so I can share that with my vet, which I've done when I show some health history around uh, Kona's digestive issues. So when you see what's happening in the world of pets, in particular, pets live longer now because they're getting better care. But as they get older, in particular, they get like people, they have more health ailments and it gets more complicated. They take more medications and that's all good, but it can get complex. And uh, for cat parents in particular, you often have more than one cat, which makes it even more complex. And so just having access, it's, as I said, I call it a pet parent health revolution. You're empowered to really have access to that health information. And it's not just veterinarian information. We keep track of health information in many different ways now, not just through your veterinarian. As you deal with more people who are into holistic medicine or just notes around the behavior of your pet, all these reasons are a reason why you want to have that central view of your pet's story and share it with the ones you need to share it with, caretakers and extended family. So that's pretty much it. Great explanation. I'd like to go back to what you said. You know, most cat owners have two. In, mm-hmm. in my crew, there's three, and then there's two that are outdoor because they're TNR, which is trap and release cats, but they're community cats, not quite feral. So even with my three, you know, most households, there's two or more. And I think this is especially important for all the cat parents out there, because from what I've experienced and from what I've heard, I think cats are more apt to have more unique and varied ailments than dogs. And that comes from, I think, a decade plus ownership of being a pet parent of cats and probably three plus decades of having dogs. So that's just my opinion. But from what I have heard, there's you know so many things that felines have that just they can pick up easily, maybe because there's two or more in a household, maybe they're just their immune system's different or just how cats are, you know, how they are. I mean, a lot of them have issues as small, just with hairballs and things like that, just by self-grooming, just a basic cat function that you don't find that sort of thing in dogs. But that's why I think this is so important for our all of the cat parents out there because our cats tend to have so many unusual and varied ailments and little, you know, quirks and situations that I think it's important. What about behavior issues? Yeah. So similarly, I think that's, again, that's not something you're going to go with a vet, you know, on a regular basis to understand, but behavior issues are something that need to be understood. And you don't really understand behavior without getting a history of that information. And so you'd want to log that. And then if you see anybody, you know, to get involved, you would need to track that information as well. So certainly Well-Informed Pet enables that history within behavior. We categorize the ability to add different kinds of notes, whether it's medication on the medical side or veterinarian stuff. And we have you know templates to add that behavior history. So if you want to add information about some unusual behavior you're seeing in your cat, 
you can see that and then search and just get a basically a simplified view of just the history of the behavior and track that. And again, share it with who you need to share it with because uh, people are getting to know about unusual behaviors if you ever have a cat sitter coming in, even like that cat sitters often, uh, I know, don't don't come in to sit full time like you may have for a dog. But, you know, a cat sitter will come in once a day or twice a day to do what they need to do. You want to know about those behaviors as well. So tracking all that stuff is definitely of, of benefit, I, I think. So so it really is that whole, whole, you know, that full holistic view of your pet story and the ability to share and understand. Then you see patterns and then can change certain things about how you react. Uh, if you experiment on dealing with different behaviors, you can see the reactions to that and then see over time which ones work best. So in disclosing all of that information to us, what is it that makes well-informed pets different from other similar types of sure. apps? Because that's, um, I'm sure everybody out there is thinking, well, I've heard about this before, and I kind of have an idea of what I think is different, but I'd like to hear it from you. Yeah, what I say is different. I mean, there's not a lot of tracking like this. There's trackers that are like what we call wearables, which are mostly for dogs, which are like Fitbits for dogs in a way. And they, they track behavior. You can put it on a cat. It doesn't usually work as well. They really market it towards dogs, those. The few tracker type tools that are out there really just capture veterinarian information mostly. And you can see that information. It's really just a profile of your pet. What we're really trying to build here is that collaboration tool. So you have essentially a dialogue with everyone who's taking care of your pet and make sure, making sure everyone's on the same page. I think that's what really is unique about it in its present form. Uh, we have future plans to do more elaborate kinds of things with more elaborate technologies, with trackers and you know, GPS type technology and all sorts of things like that to sort of build that community. But what you're doing already with just the collaboration on uh, the activities of your pet is really collaborating around with your group that cares about your, your cat, collaborating around that information. So I really like to talk about this as a collaboration tool, not just a tracking or data management tool. Uh, it becomes more social as a result. You know what it reminds me of? And tell me, I mean, in listening to you, I'm thinking this reminds me of when I've cat sit for people and I follow instructions. Some people are very detailed. You have a list of 10 things to do and it has to be done precise, you know, two treats only, middle of the day only. <laughs> Some people right, are right. very precise. <laughs> Others are like, here's the treats, you know, no more than three a day and here's this and here's this. And then, you know, a lot of people like to have little notes you know, what time you were there, what you're doing, especially yes. if they're hiring a service. But also, if it's just friends, they like detailed notes. That, I guess, makes them feel that someone did show up and take care. Now, we're talking about just as far as a caretaker situation. You know, yes. like you said, it's a collaboration of different types of things in different situations. But looking at it just from a caretaker point of view, say I'm taking care of my friend's, you know, cats and she's just like a couple miles away. So it's not a big deal to go there twice a day. And she's one of these that wants me to write, you know, I was there at 9.38 a.m. And I gave, you know, food to this one, this one, she, and cleaned the litter box. So I'm able to do that with well-informed pet? Oh, absolutely. And further, uh, I mean, the way I've used it with my pet sitter, I basically, I have all the instructions 
embedded in the app, so I don't need to change it or I edit it. You know, if I go away, if I have a little node, I just change it within the app. I don't have to write another node and do things like that. But then the only instruction I leave for my pet sitter is I want you to at least once a day give me an update on how, in my case, the dog is doing and send a picture or video because you can embed a photo or a video of the moment as well. So I basically got an update at least once a day. And then if something happened a little bit more serious, but not too serious, which requires an emergency phone call, we can dialogue through the app. It's kind of like, uh, it's not necessarily real-time chat, but it is enough. I get a reminder of a notification, oh, my pet sitter just left me a message, and then I can respond if I feel it's important enough wherever I am. So, yes. I mean, that's a great tool, too, because a lot of times when people are away and they're worried about, you know, pet sitter, what house their pet doing, how's, you know, as far as to get a picture, I mean, there are video cameras, but mm-hmm. that's it's not quite the same thing because the video cameras can't, your dog can't, or a cat can't tell you, hey, I'm, everything's cool, <laughs> right. pause up, you know, that, that can't happen. So being able to get that information, I know, I know when I can get that information, it's kind of a relief for me, you know, and it's generally just a text and it's not always a detailed information. So well-informed pet can give me more detailed information. And if I have maybe two pet sitters because, you know, my cats have to be tended to four times a day because, you know, (laughs) they're high maintenance. So (laughs) they can log on to the app and see what the other pet sitter did. So if someone cleaned the litter box one day, then, you know, or didn't clean it, then they know that it has to be cleaned the next day and that sort of thing. Right. Totally. No, that's exactly exactly right. From a from a caretaker perspective, I, I always thought the pet sitter house sitter role was very well suited for what this app is about. And people are traveling more and more, which is one of the motivations for making well informed pet valuable to people because you're not always with your pet. And so that's definitely one of the main motivating factors for this. And it is, as you said, it's not like a web camera. It's more collaborative. And then it's always good to have that permanent history there. So it's not like a text that will be short and then go into the ether. You have a history so that as you plan your next trip, you can, if you want, you can look back and say, was there anything unusual to remember or point out for the next time someone is sitting? Or the sitter can do that. The sitter is adding to that history. And God forbid, if you need to bring your cat, if the sitter needs to bring your cat to a vet, that information, you can track that stuff within the app to make it much more um you'll be more at ease knowing what's going on uh, more readily and having that information there and stored. And uh, if you're not in the same time zone, you know, you're not going to be as, you know, an, on there as real time if your sitter had to take the, a cat to an emergency room or a vet for some reason and things like that. So it's great for emergency situations and it's good for that day-to-day just understanding and feeling at ease about uh, my cats are doing okay. All right, we're going to be right back right after this break from one of our sponsors. If you've ever shared your home and heart with a charmingly naughty animal who's always up to mischief, you'll fall in love with the Klepto Kitty who stars in Talk to the Paw by Melinda Metz. Talk to the Paw is a funny, heartwarming novel about a single girl, a single guy, and MacGyver, an adorable tabby cat with a not-so-adorable habit of stealing from the neighbors. Talk to the Paw is on sale now everywhere books are sold. Visit kensingtonbooks.com for more info. 
Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Welcome back, everyone. This is Michelle Fern, host of Catitude with Lowell Kaufman. He is the creator of Well Informed Pet. And we're going to tell you more about this great app and how it can make your life easier. I recently had an emergency situation, but it was one of the dogs in my crew. Although I've had emergency situations with, with one of my cats. And a lot of times these emergencies happen in the middle of the night. So you have to go to the animal emergency hospital, which of course is always nerve-wracking and expensive but it's more nerve-wracking than anything because you don't know what is going on and i a lot of times like they'll mention you know well has your cat had the shots has had that this and that and i'll think yeah he had the shots but i don't know what the regulars the annuals whatever you know you're in a state of your mind is not thinking clearly and you can't recall. So also in Well-Informed Pet, you can put medications that your yes. you know, animal's been on. and Because not all emergency hospitals, not all vets have an emergency hospital that's affiliated with it. You know, sometimes right. they're two separate things and they don't talk. With my recent uh, dog scare, I was lucky that they, they did talk and everything worked out okay, even though it was... Anytime if something, you know, an illness happens to our one of our fur kids, it's scary. But to get back on track, I like the fact that you can list different things. You know, my cat had this ailment or is on this medication or is prone to this. And you have that history so that all you have to do is look this up and say, here, this is what it is. When if you're in, you know, hopefully not, but if you're ever in one of those emergency situations. You bring up an excellent point, and that's going back to why I like to think of what I'm trying to um, encourage is this kind of pet parent health revolution because of what you said. Not all veterinarian offices are affiliated with each other, just like with people. You know, if you go to a different hospital, you know, it's a much bigger talked about issue in the medical world on the people side. But the same thing applies on the pet side, on the cat side and the dog side is that uh, they're not interconnected, all these different facilities. And so if you need to go and if you don't have your information, it can be really a trouble spot. And then when you go to when you're done with the emergency room, for example, and, you know, and everything's okay, you're going to get information that your veterinarian currently doesn't have. And that sharing of information is something that this app begins to centralize. When you put in your profile of your pet, it's asking you to upload whatever information or records you have. I would like to make that more automated where you connect with your vet's office records into the system. And it will happen, but that just takes more time for lots and lots of complicated reasons, just like you think it would on the people medical side. But you know, you bring up the, a good point. It is good for having that information available when you need it. You don't always think you need it. 
but eventually you may need it. <laughs> but you can enter your own, even though it's not coming yes. directly from the vet. You can upload it yourself, you know, put it in yourself. Yes. No, that's, so-and-so's yes. had this, you, when the right. shots, the annuals, and so you remember because some are not, are semi-annual, some are annual. Right. Yes, if you get yes, you can put them in and it can send reminders when it's time for new shots. But you're, you know, I get from my vet, I get them in, in a PDF format. Not everybody does, but it's happening more and more that things are digitized a little bit better. So yeah, all that stuff is easy to just upload and then you have your documents available for you and you can replace them, you know, put the most recent document on as you get new shots and, and new things. And you can get reminders for your medical and things like that and have them when you have an emergency or like I was with Kona, I was upstate. If I had my app, I'd have all that stuff available when I saw a new vet. And that's just that people are more mobile now. People are trapped. People are moving more. So uh, I was just talking to someone recently who had an elder cat who uh, moved from uh, Washington, D.C. to New Jersey and didn't have the health history and really when they needed it at the moment. And now is trying to gather all that stuff up from the different places she's been to in the past and put it in the app. I think that's one of the the best features of well-informed pets so that when you're in these and most pet parents have had this experience at least once where you have that emergency situation and you just don't have everything and you're nervous and worried and you're not thinking, okay, I've had these shots and this shot and that. So great tool. I also was thinking that since it's such a great collaboration with so many different types of people, you know, your pet sitters, pet parents, the, you know, vet, significant other, but there's different people that can collaborate. You know, some people have dual, they're, I guess, ex-significant others, so they they have uh, dual right. ownership. So that's something yeah, also. Right. But another thing I think that's great is that you can also put weird behaviors in there because some, for instance, Nikki is on my crew, is Havanese, and he, and this is common within the breed, and he's a rescue, but he's the only purebred on my team. But he tends to get like a tightening up of his back leg, starts to tighten up on him every so often. Mm. And he, and it shakes and he's uncomfortable. And it's not really a weird behavior as it is like a, 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 a sudden ailment. It's almost, you know, it's, it's also something that's common in German shepherds. It's not quite hip dysplasia, but it's similar to mm. that. And he basically just needs his leg massaged a little bit, cuddles and his leg massaged a little bit, and then he's fine. So I would say, you know, you could also list any weird behaviors or yes characteristics or I guess um, potential unusual behavior or something. Because yeah. some things like that, sometimes one of the uh, cats on my team, it's happened twice, he gets bloody noses out of nowhere for nothing. <laughs> All I know is you see drops, and then right. I know, uh oh, and and every time he's been tested, and it's nothing. So I don't know what he does. I mean, I don't. I've never heard of a right. cat that picks his nose, but who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But you can put those kind of things in there too, so that if that, you know, what if I had a pet sitter? They came by and right. they saw this blood everywhere and saw the cat's nose, and you know they can't wipe their nose, so they shake it, and there's blood goes everywhere. And starts to, you know, panic. What is this? But with well-informed pet, I could put that. You know, he's had two bloody noses in the past. Right. I don't know what happens, why it happens, but 
it's not, yeah, a, it's I'd not say a big thing. Even more so, let's say the behaviors are something that you didn't think about adding as a special note for a sitter, but you have noted the bloody noses in the past. The sitter can see some of that behavior when they have the app. They can see the history of, oh, this bloody nose thing has happened a few times, and either send a note within the app saying, is this weird? Should I do anything? This is if you didn't write something specific down okay. and something happened. So there's different situations there for, for that. If you make it a special note, great. And if you don't, it's still potentially there if you made comments in the past when you yourself have seen that unusual behavior. So, yeah, so people can read other dialogues. And then are there also parts for everyone listening that you can make exclusive to only, say you have custody, you know, joint custody with an X, and you want only parts of it to be available to some people. Is that available yet? or? That is not available yet. We've kind of simplified the access issues right now where you can share it with what I'd call caretakers or friends and family. But it would def- it's definitely on the plate to get more, you know, what you call access control. So you can decide more specifically who you want to see something or not see something. So in the case of an X, I guess uh, I'm not going to necessarily put in a specific title of ex-boyfriend or girlfriend <laughs> or ex-spouse. But something where you want to limit the kinds of things that you want certain kinds of family or friends or kickers to see, because not everything needs to be seen, you know, medical, like my dog's stool habits don't need to be seen by every one of my friends and family. So I understand that you need to get more granular. So we'll we'll get there as we get a little bit more maturity with our product. Well, I think it's a great idea for all pet parents. I mean, this is catitude, and we're all about cats, but a lot of cat owners also have dogs, or they have, you know, there's other people listening that don't even have cats that have ferrets or... Ferrets, yeah, we have a ferret owner, I know, who uses our app. <laughs> One of our users is a ferret owner. Like Their name, uh, their username is like ferret lover or something, so I'm assuming they own a ferret <laughs> well, who's using the app. This is great for anyone with a pet. Yeah, that's definitely true. And something we didn't really mention as well is, I mean, we talked a little bit about elder pets, elder cats and things like that. But what you're seeing more and more now as well, I know I see it with my brother and his pet. You see specialists, not just your regular vet, just like the young people. They're specialists for different kinds of treatments that you may have. So when you have multiple veterinarians, again, you're adding more complexity. So there's yet another aspect of it where you uh, want to kind of collect that in one place. And not all the specialists, again, are on the same network as your veterinarian. So you as the pet parent should really have control of all the information that you care about when it comes to your, your, your cat. And, you know, talking about it in all these different parts for all the pet parents listening, it sounds complex, but that's only from your end in building it. For the user, it's actually pretty simple. And yeah. you're, I mean, you're entering information. You don't have to do it again. You just you know, let whatever your pet sitter or whoever you need to let have access, have access. They see the information. They can correspond with you if they need to. And that's it. So it's really very simple. Yeah, we templatize everything, So, you're, uh, which just means that I need to add an activity. Is it a medical activity? Is it a drug activity? And you just choose the kind of activity. Is it a behavior activity? You choose the one you want, and then it's just enter. There's the date, and then you just enter the information you want, and you save it. You can add a photo or a video. If you use Facebook or anything like that, it's really not much different other than you're choosing the kind of activity that you're trying to do from you, the pet parent's perspective. So, Lowell, where can people get well-informed pet where can they download it 
Yeah, so just sign up at www.wellinformedpet.com and you'll see, basically you just sign up there and you can download it on your Android phone right now. The iPhone is in final testing, though it works on the iPhone. I don't want to misinform people. You can use this just by signing up on the website and use it on any platform you've got. Uh, we're just building like very specific native versions that are easy to use for an iPhone user that's not through the web. But the easiest thing to do is go to wellinformedpet.com. And if you want to learn more about this, there's links to like the blog where I talk a little bit more about uh, pet data and things like that. Lowell, thank you so much for being on Cavitude and informing us about Well-Informed Pet and how we could simplify our lives and make it better for our pets' lives as pet parents. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Michelle. This was very enjoyable. What an interesting show. And Think about it, how easy well-informed pet can make your life. I mean, just think, those of us with, you know, kind of like a little group of cats, or as I say, my crew of three, how easy is it to put each one, put their information, and then for my pet sitters, I don't have to redo it. I don't have to remember who had what, when. It's just there. As always, you can go to PetLifeRadio.com, go to Catitude, and for this show, which will be Well-Informed Pet, there will be a little bit about the product and a link to the website. So if you're listening and driving, don't worry, got you covered, or if you're exercising, we got you covered, just go to PetLifeRadio.com, and for all the shows, you can just click on that show, that episode, and there's a link to the website and a way to find out more about that product or the item or the book, whatever it may be. As always, all my Catitude fans, I hear from you all the time, and I love getting your information. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to my cat crew, Dennis, Molly, and Charlotte, for trying to train me to understand what all those meows mean. And thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound great. And thanks, of course, to my guest. And, of course, to all of the fabulous feline lovers out there listening to Catitude. Much appreciated. And, as always, there'll be some great new shows coming up soon. Stay tuned. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.